Sports punditry is a difficult thing, but don't be afraid because any sporting question is here to fill that void in your life. It's got more booze than Joey Barton, more power than Peter Moores, and more ugly turns than Peter Beardsley and Ian Dowie on a night on the pool. Six questions, one winner. I'm Graham Bell, and joining me to banter today is a man who spent most of his Sunday night depressed, but he's still sure his club can go marching on into League One. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the depressed man of sport. Matthew Burrell, how are we, mate? I am not too bad. Not very happy after Sunday, but that's the way it goes, do you, like, do you like the theme tune I've chosen for you for the show? Well, it's appropriate as far as my football club's concerned, <laughs> but not so much. doesn't paint me in a particularly nice light, this sad music. Well, that's a shame, but we'll see how you go as the rest of the show goes on. It's very simple, really. We discuss the sporting matters that bite for 45 seconds, and when all is said and done, we score the marking, and one man walks home the winner. Simple doing, simple being. Let's crack straight on with the fun and frolics. And yesterday saw a good day for cricket, if you're an Australian, as England cricket lurched from one problem to another. But what I want to know is, Matt, whose side are you on, Peter Moores or Kevin Peterson? Well, for this question, I'm siding with Peter Moores. I feel that... Peterson's got a dangerous ego and I think he's been a lot of problem to the team as he's there. Whilst his talent is undisputable, his actual personality is causes rifts and causes problems and that is why I think he's the major problem in this event. Peterson's personality actually helps the team a lot. I find he really cajoled the team after the era of Vaughan where it was sort of a lot more downbeat but they celebrated. KP was walking around tapping all the but players' the era backside. Of Vaughan, the era of Vaughan was the days when we won the Ashes and it's looking increasingly unlikely we will manage but to win that, the Ashes. Is that more about the players that he had at his disposal, Vaughan, rather than Peterson, who sort of, he's, he's not got some great players. Maybe some would never have worn England jerseys in the time of Michael Vaughan and such like. But he's got cajoled that team into being something. Well, I would disagree, but I think we should move on, anyhow. And let's go back to football now. And third round fever kicks off with this year's FA Cup. And the usual way of cliches being apparent... So Graham, what was your game of the round? Quite simple really, the game of the round for me came at the new lawn where Forest Green took on Derby County, what a game, they went 2-0 up, it was 2-2 then, oh everybody was panicking, went 3-2, the non-leaguers could do it, 3-3, it was all level, and then a man called Lawless gets sent off, Derby County win on penalties 4-3, what a game, that is what the FA Cup it's stands for. It's easy to pick the game with the goals, Is the obvious choice for many people, but when you're looking beyond simple goals and exciting stuff like that, you see that the Chelsea self-end game was one of the most exciting games of football, simply due to the tension and due to the great performance from the underdogs holding together and keeping actually forcing a result, whereas the Forest Green did very well, they didn't manage to get an end result. And South South End to get a draw at Chelsea is probably the game of the round and the result of the round, I'd say. I, I completely disagree. I think Forest Green did very well with what they did. They were fantastic. You just don't know what you're talking about. We want you to get involved at home as well, so we want your answers via email. Get in contact with us at sportingquestion at hotmail.co.uk and we'll read out the best next time. Matt, it's 2009, so what sports person should have a New Year's resolution? Well, I've gone for a few here. I've quite simply said, looking at my own club, as it's such an easy target, I've gone for Rupert Lowe himself. Is Perhaps his New Year's resolution could easily be to leave, but as soon as that's very unlikely, we may be to stop selling all our best players and making us an even worse position. <laughs> you don't like him, do you? Not my uh, favourite person. Anyway, I've got, I'm going to go through my four very quickly. Arsene Wenger to start seeing things on the pitch. Martin O'Neill to stop looking like a man having a fight outside a pub. Stevie Gerrard to learn to like other people's music. And I've forgotten the fourth one now. It's gone off my crib sheet. <laughs> it's quite embarrassing, this all of a well, sudden. Another one that I personally thought was Andy Murray to maybe go on and actually win a major and to perform better than he has done last year and stop irritating so many people. Is that maybe. the Scottish Andy Murray or the British Andy Murray? Well... Scott is only British when he wins I think (laughs) don't say that we'll have them on the phone soon you've got to be careful (laughs) 
Okay, and following up to the football question earlier would be, what is the biggest deal of the transfer window going to be after the Jermaine Defoe move yesterday? I'm bored of, I'm, I'm already bored of the transfer window this year. I'm bored of hearing, oh, this person's going to be joining Man United, this person's going to be joining Tottenham. I think the biggest deal will be West Ham United. If they can hold on to their top three players, they're going to stay in that league. They'll stay in the Premier League. If they lose Upson and they lose Bellamy and they lose Parker, they're gone for good. But the biggest deal for me involves the top three teams in the Championship. If Wolves hold on to Knightley, Reading hold on to Doyle and Birmingham hold on to Phillips and McFadden, the team that does that will win the championship. When you're talking about important transfers that are going to happen, you've got to look at the teams that are underachieving. And then looking in the Premiership, the team with all the money is Manchester City. And they're obviously going to be spending a lot of money. And you can see some big transfers happening. They've already got Bridge. And they're looking at getting someone like Rocky Santa Cruz. Considering we're Blackburn line, losing someone like Rocky Santa Cruz will be a massive loss to them. And it'll be a big, blow, big move for Man City to move away from them. It's going to be a bit interesting January, I have to say. But before we go any further, Matt, I've got a little bit of a musical clue for this question. Hey, hey, hey! Have you got darts fever, Matt? Absolutely not. I can honestly say this is one of these events that has passed me by completely and has probably passed the most of the population by completely as well, whoa, apart from whoa, yourself. Whoa, whoa, hang on it. Darts, Harry, it's one of the most skilled sports on earth and I've got the feet. It's skilled. Come on, you go stand at an hockey and try and throw 180 free times. I find it hard to describe a man such as the big lad that done it a couple of years ago as a sportsman. It's, he's a sportsman. What they do is they practice for 10 hours a day. I mean, it's not every day you get to see a nine darts like Barney through and at the final the, between Taylor and Barney the two great powers of world darts getting out now you got the BDO and the best thing about the BDO this year is the person that wins the BDO darts will be playing in the PDC the will be playing in the world championship of darts and it's how it should be and it's brilliant sport the biggest brilliant. issue I've got is that nobody cares brilliant it's a brilliant sport you don't have a clue mate seriously you really don't have a clue about this one we'll be moving on to the, the game this weekend between Man United and Chelsea and who do you think will win Graham? Quite simply, the town will be painted blue, my dear friend. Big Phil has got this team sorted out and they will deliver. Trying to compete Mourinho, to compare him with Mourinho is stupid. Phil is a completely different man and he will turn this Chelsea side into such a force once they've got them all united together and he's going to start it this weekend against Manchester United. Well, at home, advantage is obviously a massive, massive, massive thing for Man United and they are strong favourites. You've got to look at the team. You've got to think they've got the best player in the league, Cristiano Ronaldo. They've got the strongest attacking force. They've That's got if the, he's not picking himself out of the, the best, car yet. They've I mean. got the best defence in the league. They've got Vidic and Ferdinand, if he's fit, is an incredibly strong defence. They've got the best, one of the best keepers in the league. But as an overall team, Man United are far, far stronger than Chelsea. But this, this, this Chelsea team, though, I'm not being funny, they play some of the best football in that league. It's like Arsenal, really. It's like chalk and cheese. They play some of the best football, and if that gets going, Man United's been and done. That's it, six questions. Now time for when both of us have the papers in front of us. Let's write down the final scores for each other quickly. And in three, two, one, reveal. Oh, it's a big win. It's a big win for the big lad. He takes the victory home with that one. Big lad. He takes the victory. You've got to keep him happy, otherwise you won't get invited back. That is why he's won, and that is why he will win most weeks, I imagine. I do not believe that is true, but I'm quite happy to take it as is. So that's it for this edition of Any Sporting Question. On behalf of Matthew, thank you very much for listening to the show and tune in next time for more razor-sharp punditry only on Any Sporting Question.